Well, good Friday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this wonderful Friday. Hope you're doing well today. Hope, you're for, hope that you're looking forward to a wonderful weekend. Hope that you're going to have some great services at your church and your local assembly there, wherever you attend. Let's look together this morning, John chapter 3, verse 14, and we're going to continue our study as we see the conversation that Jesus had with Nicodemus. Jesus told Nicodemus that you must be born again. Jesus told Nicodemus, and he taught him, and he's teaching us as well, that it is imperative for a person to be born again in order for them to go to heaven. Now, you can be religious and be lost. You can be baptized and not be born again. And it's interesting as we see what Jesus is teaching Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee. He was a very religious person, and he was a powerful person. He was likely a very wealthy person. He was a person of great influence, and there's no doubt of the record of Nicodemus. He was a, probably thought of as a, a great man, and a, a man that was looked to as a leader of the nation of Israel. But yet, he lacked something in his life. He lacked being well ready to go to heaven. And in other words, there is only one way to heaven, and that is to be born again. That is to put your faith and your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I hope and pray that you know that you have been born again. In verse number 14, John chapter 3, and verse number 14 and 15 actually go together because at the end of verse number 14, uh, Jesus has not completed his sentence, but he puts a colon there. And he also is, that means it's emphasizing the next few words. And we know that verse 15 is connected with verse 14. But we'll look at both of these together on Monday. But today, let's consider just verse 14 alone. And if you would, let's read together what the Bible says. In verse number 14, Jesus said these words, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And, and as we look at this this morning, here it is that Jesus is revealing to Nicodemus the importance of the mission of Christ. You see, God sending his son to the world certainly was a testimony of a perfect life. But Jesus came with a mission, and that mission was to be our propitiation upon the cross of Calvary. He came to die for our sins, to shed his blood, to give his life a ransom, to take our sins upon him. And on that cross, Christ died for the sins of the entirety of the world. Jesus is taking Nicodemus to school. Nicodemus was a man who knew the Old Testament scriptures. He was well versed in the scripture, the Old Testament. And so Nicodemus knew exactly what Jesus was speaking of when he spoke of Moses and the serpent in the wilderness that was lifted up. And that is a reference to Numbers chapter number 21 and that first few 
verses in the first part of that chapter. If I could turn back there for just a moment, and I want to read just a couple of verses as we look here in Numbers 21 to see exactly what it is that Jesus is speaking about. And as I think about this, we know by reading the first part of Numbers 21, we realize the children of Israel had sinned against God, and God sent a penalty for that sin. The fiery serpents were loosed upon the children of Israel, and the Bible says that any man, when he was bitten by the serpent, died, and that was the penalty for their sin. And let me say to you, to you and I today, we have something worse than the fiery serpents that was uh, placed against the children of Israel. The Bible teaches us that the sentence against our sin is death. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Therefore, all of us are dying men, just like the children of Israel that were bitten by the fiery serpent. You and I have been smitten by sin, and the penalty of that is death. And death has been passed upon all men, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says in Numbers 21, in verse number 8, And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a pole, and it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. And I want to go back to the Gospel of John chapter 3. And I just want to give you a thought or two this morning as I think about this serpent of brass. First of all, you think with me for a moment, and we think about this as Moses is here, and God is using Moses, the great deliverer, as the intercessor between God and sinful man. Just as Jesus, the Son of God, the sinless, perfect Lamb of God, and Moses was just a man, but Jesus is the Son of God. Moses is a type. Jesus is the fulfillment. He is the one that Moses looked to. Jesus is the deliverer. Amen. He is the Son of God, the sinless one who came to take the sins of the world upon himself. And just as Moses was the intercessor, Jesus is our intercessor for all men, for all sin. Amen. He is the only way to heaven. And Jesus is teaching Nicodemus that. And Jesus said, just as, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus is prophesying about his going to the cross of Calvary. And here it is, he's telling Nicodemus that he is going to die. Nicodemus didn't understand all of that. But I want to say, when we come to the, uh, to the death of Christ, we're going to understand that Nicodemus was an important player. He was a part of that at the death of Jesus when he came along with Joseph of Arimathea to take the, down the body of Christ from the cross. But as we think about this, Jesus is the deliverer. 
And he is the intercessor. He is the one that is between God the Father and us. And I'm glad that he is. I noticed something else as I read there in Numbers 21, that that serpent of brass, and brass is always a type of judgment in the Bible. It was lifted up. It was erected upon a pole. It was placed up high so that it might be seen by the people. And can I tell you the story of the cross of Calvary? Jesus on Calvary's hill was lifted up that all could see. And I want to say this to you and I. He's he is lifted up between heaven and earth, amen, one time. But now he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for whosoever will. But on that hill called Calvary, Jesus suffered the sins of all the world. And today, you and I, who are saved by the grace of God, if we, uh, just like the Old Testament story, of the serpents that were biting the children of Israel, and the serpent of brass was lifted up on that pole. All a man, a dying man had to do was to look upon that serpent of brass that was lifted up, and he would live. Can I tell you that Jesus was lifted up between heaven and earth, and he died for you? And if you'll look to him and you'll trust him and you'll put your faith in him and believe upon the Lord Jesus, believe that he died for you, believe that he rose from the grave for you, then you too can repent of your sins and tell God you're sorry and believe and receive by faith the greatest gift called being born again. That is eternal salvation. That is through Jesus Christ. And when you are born again, you can rest assured your sins are forgiven and you'll be gaining access to heaven when you leave this walk of life. Isn't it wonderful to be saved this morning by the grace of God? Oh, I'm so glad for verse number 14 of John chapter 3. And it brings about an important Old Testament story and it brought it to Nicodemus's mind. He knew it very well. And you and I have record of it and we've heard it today. But you must be born again. And Jesus is the one that we must look to. I hope and pray that you will, by faith, put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, the Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 24, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you to rejoice is a choice? And oh, dear child of God, if you've been saved by the grace of God, you have something to rejoice about. Let's rejoice in our salvation. Well, this is Pastor Donnie, and I bid you a great weekend. And Lord willing, we'll be back Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, Pastor Donnie, bidding you a good day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am
I'll set you free.